0: The most enlightened being alive in the world today is a woman Buddhist teacher in Korea. And in Kun Sunim. That's why we'll probably never get visitors from Korea to come here. Because why would they? We would have to be very fortunate indeed or perhaps they wouldn't know about it. But there's a word, if there's anyone who speaks Korean, there's a word in here that's a key concept called hanmaum. Does anyone know what hanmaum is? One mind. One mind. Yes. The mind, the universal mind, yes? yes? That's exactly what she's talking about, yes. hanmaum. So tonight's teaching is about hanmaum. We're teaching Korean Buddhism tonight. Are you Buddhist? I don't have religion. Good, that's true Buddhism. <laughs> also true Christianity and true everything else. So you'll feel right at home here. We have no religion here either, but we have all religions. If there's one mind, right, you believe in Hanma'um? Yes. Okay, well then, all religions are one. And so this concept of Hanma'um is central to every true path of spirituality. That our individual minds are a subset of a larger mind, and then a larger, and a larger. And ultimately there is one single intelligence that flows through all of the myriads of life forms, and even what we think of as inanimate objects, they all participate in the same ultimate intelligence. And thus the entire universe is intelligent. And if there are parallel universes, they are included in this as well. Everything that can possibly be is part of a single intelligence that includes all the past, the present, and the future, which is all now to that intelligence. Because that intelligence that is beyond space and time creates, sustains, destroys universes, recreates them. It all happens within a timeless instant. But that timeless instant for any given creature within a universe can last centuries or <coughs> millennia. But time is an illusion from that perspective. But the key teaching about Han Ma'um is you are that intelligence. You may be under the illusion that you are one of the subsets. If you identify with the physical body, that's the lowest subset of that intelligence. If you identify with the soul that is operating the body, you are in a higher subset that contains more information and therefore has more power, more will, more clarity. But if you go beyond the level of soul to that of spirit, which is more universal, less individual, then your power increases, your intelligence increases. So the path of spirituality is about increasing your intelligence and making your realization of your identity more and more universal. And ultimately, beyond the level of the individualized spirit, the Atman is the Paramatman or Shiva, Brahman, which is a name for that totality, or the Tao, as is used in China. That is the real self. But to get to the realization of the self requires letting go of our attachment to the smaller, condensed, contracted version of the self. Because at that lowest level of identification with the body, unfortunately what comes along with that is fear, anxiety, emotional volatility, instability, and all of the other pathologies of the ego. Because of fear, if you're identified with a physical body that's going to die, there'll be a fear of death. There's also a fear of life. There's a fear of the unknown. There's a fear of loss of control, aging, uh, all possibilities of bad karma, etc., etc. Whereas, for the soul and even higher for the Atman, no worries. It's all a dream. And the higher one goes in one's level of understanding of who you are, the more power you have to redream the dream, to make the dream more beautiful, more an expression of the grace and the love and the joy of the real self. But because more and more people, individuals, have identified not with the Han Ma'um, but with the little ego. The world has become more of a hell realm, more ruled by greed and anger and attachment and militarism and uh, power plays, agendas of dominance and all of those karmic backlashes of suffering and despair that the world is now experiencing. But from that, Intelligence of Hanma'um, everything that we think of as a horror that the world is now going through, climate change and wars and instabilities of all kinds, are actually giving birth to our reawakening as that supreme intelligence. Because nothing will awaken the ego except something (coughs) that shatters its sense that everything is normal and will go on the way it is, and its uh, comfort zone. So all of the world's comfort zones are being destroyed to bring us to the point where we have to not take the world for granted anymore, or the ego, but realize anew who we are, why we are here, and what are our real powers to make things better. So we are here to let go of our limitations of the ego, The problem is that the ego also is what we think of as the source of our pleasure, our sensuality, our uh, attachment to landmarks and territories and things that the ego believes gives it a kind of illusory power. When we're ready to let go of those illusory kinds of power, for the real power, we will be free. And the intelligence that we have lost by identifying with the ego will be returned to us, or we will return to it. It's not being hidden from us, but we are hiding from our own intelligence because the ego does not want to know the truth of its own ignorance, because that would mean having to grow up and become responsible and become free of its limitations. It would have to face Sir Sen, as I saw before, the censor in the ego mind that wants to seduce one with a card trick of believing one is impotent and unable to overcome the anxieties of the ego. But once one is free from those illusions of weakness and the The enjoyment of the feeling of self-righteous anger. This is one of the worst things people fall into. They believe that they have a right to be furious at someone instead of recognizing the miracle that everything that happens to one brings one closer to God. And we should be thankful and actually beg forgiveness from anyone we are angry at. Because those are our great teachers, and those are the ones who bring us to the portal of enlightenment. And once we have forgiven everyone and ourselves, and asked forgiveness from that source, the portals will all open to the realization of our infinite being, our infinite beauty, our infinite love and joy and life will become a paradise again. But we have to get rid of our fears, we have to overcome them, we have to not accept them as being based on facts, but recognize that every fear is a delusion, as is every justification for anger, as is every justification and rationalization for attachment, or for some sense of egocentricity. There is no good reason to live from the ego because it creates suffering. We know that. But each one of us must figure that out for ourselves. That it's not worth it. And we're losing the opportunity that we have in this short human life to realize our godhood, our Buddha nature. So this is the opportunity to do it. Because at any moment we do not know when our life will end. Accidents happen, illnesses happen, karma happens. It's important to do it now. At the moment you awaken to the realization of this potential, do it now. Don't say, okay, I'll wait, I'll do it next week, I'll do it on my vacation, I'll do it next year when I make some more money. All of those excuses will end up in suffering. The only moment in which you have power to act and change your life is now. And so when you're awakened to that, take the action now. And you can totally transform everything because you are not controlled by the past. The human spirit is not ruled by some cause and effect uh, paradigm in which the conditionings that occurred in the past that caused your personality to be the way it is, can control you. Because you are not the personality. It's just a mask that you wear. And nothing can prevent you from taking off the mask and realizing that what you really are is the ma'um, the infinite mind. So it's true that the conditionings of the ego are difficult to change. And if you fight with it at that level, trying to change addictive patterns or depressive patterns or angry patterns, it won't work. You'll be in a battle for years. But all you have to do is step back inward from the mask and you're free already. It's simply a matter of disidentifying from the outer and moving deeper within into your heart. Nothing can stop you. And that's what we do in meditation. As we enter the heart where we are inherently free, and when we are inherently one with that supreme mind, and surrender to it, surrender to the self, the infinite, the presence, which may seem like an absence, like an emptiness, but that emptiness is filled with power, with light, with love, with joy. Just surrender to it and discover the treasures that are waiting for you in the emptiness. And do not be afraid of freedom. Do not be afraid of boundlessness. Do not be afraid of the infinite. And you will achieve your absolute liberation tonight.